everybody, welcome back for another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by Earl Ramey Racing Engines, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, and Profab Hitters and Exhaust. What's up? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, you guys? We's back. We're back. I'm back. You were back last week. Yeah, well, yeah. We were. I was not back. You're, you're longer back. Yeah. <laughs> we're back. We made it safely. Gilligan made it out of there. As everybody heard in the, at the end of the last show, we, we made it. Um, Yeah, man. <laughs> Glad to be back on. <laughs> on dry land. land. <laughs> yeah. That was aggravating. I mean, at least it didn't rain or nothing out nah, there. It didn't. It was <laughs> it was beautiful. I mean, it was in like a sunny hurricane day because the wind was blowing ridiculous. And that poor little trolling motor man, that thing, it did hey, good. Hey, boy, it got broken. It did good. We got some winds there a couple times, and it just wasn't going nowhere. Mm. I asked Mary Stephen, I was like, are we moving? <laughs> are we? No. I don't really think we're moving too we're much. Not. <laughs> not moving. Not moving at all. Little cat, we took the puppy with us. He's having a ball, man. He ain't know nothing was wrong. He's just good. He's chilling. It, but yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Well, we're glad you made it back from there. We made it back, and and got the boat fixed. Got already, the boat fixed. Yep. Yeah. I left it hooked to the truck and took it back to Smithfield Collins Marine, and I give him a little shout out. Uh, <laughs> stuff happens. Stuff happens. I get it. You know, it uh, wasn't it, their fault. <laughs> no, by no means it was their fault at all. Um, but they sell sports and boats along with many others. Um. I gave uh, gave him a call and uh, he said bring it to me, and uh, got up there. It's about two and a half hours, three hours or so, uh, up there. Got it there. He uh, got up there and looked at it and found out that it was the. I'm probably gonna forget this again. Let's see. It was the anti-siphoning valve, EPA thing. Don't need it. It's not required by any means to operate. It's required to sell. Um, anyway, um, but that's what it was. Um, they had boats lined up to get in service. They pulled them all out of the bay, put mine in there. They had to cut a hole in the boat and mm -hmm. board a boat, which sucked. But they had to do that to get to it. Um, but they put a they put an inspection plate down on the floor and um, got it all nice, silicone back in and all. And uh, so, really, within about an hour, once they got approval from Sportsman to do it, warranty-wise, it was done. Um, so, I will say that. Uh, I want to definitely thank them for taking care of me and uh, getting me in there. And I didn't want to have to go three hours back home and then back all the way there. back up there to pick it up later yeah, in the week or whatever. Yeah, so anyway, they did good for sure. Um, so, anybody in that area, Smithfield, North Carolina, looking for a boat. Um Go check them out. Collins sure. Marine. Collins Marine. Collins Incorporated. Collins Marine. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, you'll oh, find it. Yeah, you'll find it. But uh, anyway, so yeah, we're uh, we're good to go. Ready to. I'm a little hesitant now to go 50, 60 miles offshore. Well, yeah, it's like work up. To you it. know, I like, might have you know, to work back into it. <laughs> Sit there. I got to start all back over on yeah. my uh, braveness going <laughs> offshore. Hey, if the dude could do it on the uh, in the John boat. Oh yeah, we you can it. do it though. I'm probably gonna have a Gorman in reach next time <laughs> I go though. I'm gonna make sure I can get in touch with somebody. Mm -hmm. And I will say, man, you can get in touch because you called me. <laughs> oh well, I was definitely I was I was in <laughs> You were not that far. <laughs> no, but I mean, if I'm going 50, 60 miles and the yeah. thing cuts off, I'm gonna make sure I get. But Coast Guard was no help <laughs> at all. 
No. They, said, they said you was inside the coast. They didn't care they about you. They rode by us. They didn't care about what, you. Rode by us. I had a motor propped up. I mean, honestly, they can see that we're not, you know. <laughs> Waving. Hey. <laughs> just, nah. Hey, Don't care. Mm-mm. Something about, I heard something. Um, Somebody, I think it was my boss telling me something about that. Coast Guard won't help you back no more. Oh, really? Something ever since all the COVID started. Um, That's very generous of them. Yeah, I know. They won't help anybody get back. Well, I'm not going to pay for them anymore. Well, you pay for Cito. <laughs> you pay for Cito. <laughs> you pay for them, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you pay for them, too. So I'll good luck. Much <laughs> more than that. So, but anyway. Good luck. Nah, they they do. They help us. So um, it's all good. You got Cito on your insurance? I do. 75 okay, good. miles out. So I'm good. good within 75 miles. Don't go no farther. No. <laughs> no. Um, so... But anyway, it was uh, it was an experience. We had a good time, nonetheless. We had a good time for sure. Uh, Mary Stephen and I, and little Captain, the dog, <laughs> our little Australian Shepherd. He cool. He had a good time. But uh, anyway, well, me, Kayla, and Landon held it down for you. Y'all did a wonderful job. I listened to it. <laughs> She's got a good radio voice. Um, Mary Stephen actually said that she needs to start a nighttime story podcast, and she listened to oh, it going to bed. She's got a very soothing voice, so I I give her that. That was awesome for her to do that. Lana did a good job as well. I'm just going to agree with you. Yeah. There you go. I am not well, going to tell you his right. facial expression right now. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you all that. No, I just <laughs> uh, no, it was good. I appreciate them uh, picking up for me uh, for sure. So um, Anyway, uh, moving on, I guess, this week. You had a or last week, whatever. You had a good week? I did. I did. We um kind of beat my head a little bit. I know you wasn't on here to talk about it, so we can talk about it this week. You know, too. We ain't got that much. So uh, kind of beat my head a little bit trying to figure out what's wrong with the uh, with the legend car. So have y'all <clears throat> have y'all determined anything far as electrical or what? I determined that I ordered coils for it. Okay. <laughs> because nothing was loose. Nothing. Everything's showing that it's firing like it's supposed to. So the last problem in that is coals. So start there and go from there. Yeah, so I'm gonna start there. So ordered some from um Southern Ohio Speed. Okay, sweet. Ordered some from them guys up there. Sweet. Um they're actually they should be at the house for right now, actually. Yeah. So so well, uh it looked like try- from the picture I saw it ain't got no clothes on it. No I think say it's naked now. It is naked. Uh, yesterday after church and stuff we uh decided to I've been trying I've been thinking about doing it all week or was going to do it all week, take the body off, but it just, weather was nasty and yeah. just, I don't know. It was just, so you going, I didn't feel like going out there. Repair the body now or repair um, What you going to do? I don't know. It's probably going to get repaired, but I don't know for if we're putting season. that back on. No, I think we're going to get another one. I'm looking for another one. Sweet. I got one coming, well, 316 Motorsports up there in Fayetteville. Um, they said they'd have some next week, end of next week, so. I may end up going up there and picking up a center section. Defenders are actually pretty good shape, so I'm it's a, all fiberglass, right? Yeah, it's all fiberglass. I can and I can repair it. I mean, so defenders are in pretty good shape. So we're gonna sand them back down, do a little fiberglass work to them, and then paint them white. Um, but I'm gonna pick up because everything comes in white for them things. So oh, really? Yeah, you can't buy color. No, really, really. Wow. So. Uh, I'm going with white and then 
whatever wrap is going to be on. It's going to be designed. And, uh, you can't really paint them things too easy, can you? You can. Just it's just if something happens, like say a fender, just yeah. a fender for instance. If you if you paint everything, make it look all pretty cool and everything, or you know whatever colors you want to do, um, then say somebody comes out there and you bust a fender, which yeah. isn't that hard to do on those. Uh, one you order is going to be white. <laughs> right. So, I mean, right. at least, well, like Kale told me, he said, whatever you do to body, whatever, just make it so the fenders are white. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to do all white, and our buddy Derek McGrew messaged me. He's like, man, I'm going to hook you up with a, uh, with a cool wrap. So. Sweet. So, he's uh, he doing some design work for me. That's going to be awesome. So, uh, he said, do white. We'll make a, Cool rat with some black, red, and yeah, white in it. That's right. That look good. <clears throat> Full show. So it looks sweet. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing, but regardless, it looks sweet. <laughs> oh, it's gonna look wonderful. So, uh, so it was a uh, that was been an experience, but yeah, it's, it's naked right now. I took everything off of it. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, good week. Uh, we had the paces for pieces, uh, run slash walk all for autism uh downtown saturday morning the rain stopped literally just long enough for it well and it did drizzle a little bit during it but for the most part it stopped just long enough for it because it was like a monsoon before it and then it like rained fairly steadily for majority afternoon yeah it was kind of nasty yeah like that mist and blowing rain it was yeah it was not good. And it went from nice 70 cold. degrees to 22 that night. It got cold quick. Quick, quick. Uh, yeah, but... um, So we got held up trying to get to there. <laughs> we got held up by the the uh, the Trump rally. Nah. Road closings. Nah. And there was a lot of road closings around yeah. the airport. Yeah. Um, And we had to go around a butthole to get there. Uh, but anyway, we, we got there, in, but a little late. So we uh started going. Well, I thought it was backwards. <laughs> I'm like, we start. No, I just heard everybody was coming back already. We, we was walking, and all these people come running by. So I'm like, where are they going? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going the wrong way. But the arrows was showing good. As I was like, all right, whatever. So we get walking a long way, and I see a bunch of people running, and no David and Kayla and everybody. So I call him, and they was a couple <laughs> blocks down still. So they were they were, they were making their way back. Oh, uh, so yeah, so we we ended up being up, but then we got back, man. That wind was blowing. I was yeah. like, we got to go, bro. Well, my daddy had some stuff he ended up having to do, and he he, the guy he'd been working with had to have bypass surgery. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he was like, you think, you know, he needs some help with it. So yeah, well, that's cool. It worked out so. good, but um, yeah, so that was cool to do that for sure. Um, I think the kids loved it, and we ended up raising uh seven hundred dollars under Jackson's name. So sweet. Good we deal. surpassed the goal by two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. That's awesome. So everybody that donated, we sure appreciate it. And everybody even shared it. We appreciate it. We yeah, we meet your goal. And uh next year maybe have a little bit maybe we'll shoot for a thousand bucks. That's right. Hey, keep maybe on going more. up. Yeah, that's that's true. Or if anybody yeah. wants to just donate throughout the year, uh look up all for autism. Yeah. All number four autism. Um on Facebook. Uh we've shared some of their stuff and so if y'all want to make any donations to a great cause like that, uh, 
just look them up. You can donate any time of the year. That's right. That is our show charity. That is our show charity. So that's if you want to help us out. Yeah. If you want to help us out too, you can, but I'd much rather you help them out. Yeah. I mean, if you give $100 to the All for Autism, you give $5 to the David Fund. I'm okay with that. I mean, <laughs> every little bit counts, man. Every little bit counts. <laughs> I mean, I mean, gas getting high. I mean, getting high. It done, it done got high. I hope it don't it, get no higher. It done surpassed high. You're like Willie Nelson high now. I don't know. We're, we can't go much higher, but I don't. But anyway, um, I digress. Um, so yeah, so my mama's birthday, and everybody, Happy birthday, ma. Yeah, everybody that listens to the show probably knows because she's all about. Listen to it all the time, so we're gonna give her a shout out. It's uh, her birthday was on the 10th of March. Yep. Um, so happy birthday to her. Uh, was able to take her out to uh, lunch after uh, the autism walk. Went to uh, Tub Seafood. Good stuff, man. What'd you um, get this time? Well, I got to catch you today, like I always do, Which and ones? I don't know. I can't, I can't it was fish. Even remember. Yeah, <laughs> it, was fish. it was a really good piece of fish. <laughs> But I can't remember what it was called. I cannot. And she's told me twice, and I still can't remember. Mm. I don't know. But um, I'm anyway. just waiting for him to get some uh, golden tile over there. Yeah. It, it, Probably be waiting a long time, but I'm you still never waiting for know. It. You never know. Um, but yeah, I'd like to have some of that too. But it was good. <laughs> it was really good. We enjoyed it. Um, anybody that's in the area, I mean, definitely go check out Tubbs. That's probably the best seafood restaurant. <laughs> not at the beach. Even so, well, yeah. Even so, the beach. I mean, they have some awesome fresh fish, man. They're it's good, really good. Mary Stephen had a, uh, a crab cake sandwich, and it actually looked really good. Like I'm not really a crab. That's not really my. Thing. Didn't I eat that there one time? I can't remember. I want to say I did, and it was good. Yeah, but they got the best corn, man. It's like, oh yeah, God, it's good. And the Mexican hush puppies. Yeah. Those are really good too. So jalapenos in it, don't they, or something? No, like that. it's just got hot sauce on them, but oh. and other stuff and stuff. I don't really know stuff. I don't know what it all is. I don't stuff. know what makes it Mexican, but they're good. That's all I know. <laughs> so uh, anybody that's in the area, go check out Tub Seafood. Pretty cool. <laughs> Sit outside. Go to the camper bar. The camper, yeah, the Airstream bar there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool place. Um, so anyway, did that, and uh, we've been working on uh, our. Mary Stevens kitchen and whoever invented wallpaper, Bo. I hate them, Bo. Dude. That's some nasty, terrible. Yeah. You can't paint over it. You, you can't, can't pull nothing. it off. You can't. You cannot. I mean, <laughs> it's that's terrible. some rough stuff, Bo. So, yeah, we, we did a lot. She did a lot. She did a lot. She just sprayed the walls down. Yeah, she got some kind of chemical that turns hot. I say you just take sheetrock and nail over top of it. Yeah, just make it extra thick. Whatever. Uh, it's the only way you can get rid of wallpaper. Yeah. yeah. So I, had, I remember my sister in law one time. They tried to paint over some. They got some of the kills primer. Dude, it took them like four coats. You can't do it. You cannot. No. It's ridiculous. No. So anyway, uh started that process and fortunately all the wallpaper's gone. No. So wallpaper's gone. Good job. On to the next step. But uh anyway, <clears throat> it was good, man. Uh, church was good, music was good, sound was good. Good job. You you uh you you back in the second row, but you got some uh <laughs> you, you got you a, a microphone now. I'm stepping up in the world. <laughs> yeah, Brad uh Brad texts me uh Sunday morning at about seven fifteen probably, 
<laughs> which you know time changed so you're pretty early six fifteen. is what it felt like um but he texted me which i wouldn't I, I think i was already up anyway but um he texted me he said hey man i'm um i'm letting him know to give you a microphone this week <laughs> great <laughs> <laughs> nah no nah, i mean i let it last week so i mean which was probably you know being thrown into a little more but you know when you didn't exactly i have two forms of practicing Right. One is I either practice to sing, or I practice to play, or I, well, three I guess play, play and sing. Well, no, I sing, and so I just practice to play, play. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Sunday morning I just listen to songs back to back to back to back to back mm. to back to back till I got to church. <laughs> yeah. Which fortunately it was songs I'd yeah that was heard song. for so yeah. So it wasn't too bad. Um, but it uh seemed to turn out pretty good. I guess sounded good in my ears. It sounded real good, man. I think it did. <laughs> I really do. Um, I have in-ear monitors, so, um, you know, I have my own concert in my head. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Regardless of anybody else, if it sounds good to anybody else, it sounds well, great I, to me. I tell you what, man, we keep we, we keep on pushing pushing that instrument up. I don't know if if anybody that has been to church is listening, but in the past, past probably, what, four, five, six months, you can definitely hear instruments now. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's making a, it's making a big thing. I like it. Some people might not, but I like a band. I like a concert before church. <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah. Let's worship, man. Let's let's enjoy it. Let's get pumped up let's to hear to hear the, the the word. Let's get it started. Yeah, that's awesome. So anyway, um, it's going good, uh, for sure. So, um, and then yeah, after church we uh did some mud on some drywall and. <laughs> <laughs> more fun <laughs> yeah. we uh we we i did and this was tough um saturday afternoon saturday evening more or less uh we uh my mom and dad had some a bunch of steaks they had got and they're like let's let's cook them so i fired up the grill and i, I know many of y'all may be you know th- the best steak grill master there is on a pellet grill but i'm still learning i'm still learning i'm getting there it's i can do boston butt stuff like that on a pellet grill really well i can do that because steaks are a little different Mm -hmm. because you don't have much of a open flame Mm -hmm. it's more like a oven it's well yeah oven slash smoker right but it's like a really hot smoker. <laughs> right. So. It's hard to get that. Well, it, it's just, it's different. And so trying to get a sear on them is the toughest part. You really almost need to sear them in a pan that I have learned. Um, just sear them before. Then put them on the grill. Yeah. Um. So maybe that'd be next time. But I do have a little searing eye in the middle of it that you open up. But it's hard to do when you're cooking 14 steaks. Eight steaks. I had eight. Even eight's hard to do. Because yeah. you can't put but like two over top of that searing eye. Right. Um, so, you're cooking four steaks. Yeah, easy. Nothing to it. Um, but yeah, you get much more than that. It's, it's kind of, you know, because I like to have them in there a certain amount of time and time it a certain way. Right. And But anyway, so, I told my mom a marinade to make and kind of just, I, I always make it just off the cuff. Not there's no real recipe that I do. I mean, it's just I find what I want and sit there and mix and mix and mix until 
got a good taste of me. And I told her one over the phone, and she did it, and it turned out good. Um, so I had, we, we ate steak Saturday. Well, like I said, we cooked 10 of them. I mean, no, cooked eight of them. I'm sorry. Cooked eight of them. Um, I ate a steak. Um, I don't, I don't even remember if Kayla finished her steak. They were pretty big steaks. Had ribeyes and T-bones. Yeah. So they were big. I mean, they covered the entire, eight steaks covered the entire grill. Um, so there was ribeyes, T-bones, and I think, like I said, I ate one, my dad ate one. My mom ate like a bite of one and she talking about she was full. Um, and Kayla, I don't even remember if she finished hers, and that was it. So we still had a bunch of bunch meat. of them like left over. So I was like, "Well, I know we're eating Sunday." Right. Well, then I ate one. My mama finished eating the one she was on, <laughs> and then I think Kayla ate one. So there were still a couple of steaks left today. So guess what I ate for lunch? Steak. A steak for lunch. Hey man, you're pretty good there. Well, we got a steak now. Out of state. Out of states. But I will say they were pretty good. Had some sweet potatoes with them. Steak, sweet potato. Baked sweet potato. I love it. I'll tell you what I did do. These I liked it. I took the sweet potatoes, put on there. I put them on smoke. Mm-hmm. Just let them sit on the grill for a while. They had a good, good smoky taste to them. And really? Yeah, that was good. How long did that take? Like four hours? No, because they were already. Well, let me take that back. I did not do that necessarily. They cooked them in the house. Oh, okay. I guess boiled them before. Then you put them out there. Then I put them on the grill okay, to finish okay. them. That, so, yeah, that, man, that, that would be the best thing to do. It yeah. takes potatoes forever on the grill. Yeah. Forever. So, it really does. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> man, the weather's looking better. It's looking. It is definitely looking better. It was not good this weekend, but it's looking better now. It's supposed to be warming up all week. And I'm hoping it continues to warm up. Uh, cause you going to Georgia this weekend? We are gonna be in Livonia, Georgia. Um, I don't know who's all going with me. I don't know. If Dad's going with me. Landon going with me, cause he's out of school Friday. I found out. So, hey, buddy, might make, make it. A, yeah, might make it all. Um, but we are headed to Livonia, Georgia, for the ultimate street stock challenge. Five thousand dollars to win street stock. Big race. And then Big three thousand to win the V eight challenge, Good. which is more like your Thunder Bombers and yeah. stock V eight. There's gonna be a pile of them there, bro. Yeah, and I am ready for it. And ladies and gentlemen, I got the uh, one of the men behind the madness going on this week at Livonia, Mr. Josh Helms. What is going on, my man? Oh, how's it going, man? Uh, happy to to be on here and. Let everybody know what uh what the scoop is inside scoop. For sure, man. We got the uh, Shamrock skirmish going on there at Livonia with the Ultimate Street Stock Challenge. There, man, it is a uh, it is looking like it is going to be one awesome event. Yeah. Um. Well, before we get into the the actual skirmish itself, I just wanted to kind of mention um. The Ultimate Street Stock Challenge deal is something that we've been working on. There's been a lot of high-profile, you know, drivers, whether that be from late models or mods or, you know, even street stocks themselves that have dropped down over the years for some bigger shows and run these cars. And um, there's a lot of races around the country that pay, you know, pretty good money for this. So Shannon Hires, he's the, 
uh, series director and owner of the Mississippi Street Stock Series. Uh, we were talking back at the Street Stock Nationals this past year. We really wanted to put something together for the guys that, you know, wanted to travel, had the ability to travel, to get on the road. Um, so we just kind of put this uh, Ultimate Street Stock Challenge deal together. It's going to be a heck of a challenge. There's a, a lot of good cars coming to town for the Shamrock Skirmish, and that will be race number one for the Ultimate Street Stock Challenge Series this year. So we're definitely looking forward to getting down to Livonia and uh, seeing what all we can kind of show we can put on down there. It's going to be a barn burner. For sure, man. I've been uh, watching on on all the social medias, man, and, and uh, man, there's driver announcement after driver announcement for this thing. Yeah, we're, I, we don't like to put out a specific number because you know how, how folks can be. They Different stuff comes up, but we're looking at uh, having a lot of cars down there, and uh, I'll say this, the pre-entries are, are just the beginning of it. We actually closed pre-entries a couple weeks back, and I've had phone call after phone call, people want to know where that link went. So um, we're going to be in good shape, going to have a good show. Um, you know, weather's always a factor, seems like, when these big races roll around. We, Our plan is to, you know, knock this deal out of the park uh, at some point during the weekend. So we're definitely looking forward to getting the show in at, at uh, you know, some particular point. We had a, some schedule of events out and whatnot, but uh, – We'll, we'll get to it, you know, eventually, I guess. <laughs> For sure, man. Well, as of right now, what is looking like the schedule? Well, we're looking like on Thursday night, of course, we're going to host an open practice to let all the cars, you know, get in there. A lot of guys from out of town have never even seen <laughs> this place before, so it's going to be interesting to see how they make adjustments to their cars and gears, um, you know. So we're, you know, giving them an opportunity to do that. Then Friday we're going to come back with our qualifying and heat races on Friday night, um, you know, get the guys run through those. And then we're actually having a little bit of a pit party. Um, yourself, uh, we've talked, we're going to have some, some music and just have a good time, kind of chill out for the evening before we roll into Saturday for our B feature and A feature races uh, for all the classes. And we're running supports both nights. Uh, on Friday night, we've got some support classes running. Uh, as well as Saturday night. So it's going to be a, a fun weekend. Like I said, I, I hope everything works out. Uh, Weather-wise, track-wise, you know, sometimes it can be tricky when you've got some weather that, that affects some track conditions. So hopefully everyone will bear with us. We're going to do our best to have a really good surface and a really good race. For sure, man. It, 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 and what I've been looking at, it looks like it. Uh, the, the, the chance of uh, good weather is looking better and better as we get closer to me so <laughs> yeah it's it's changing by the hour so um you know hopefully we can uh hopefully in the next 20 or 30 years they can get a better budget for this uh <laughs> weather equipment maybe we can get a little better reading and accurate readings on that but no we're uh, we're full steam ahead and you know we're gonna put on social media here later just kind of letting all the out of town out of town teams know i know there's some folks traveling in on wednesday just to go ahead and kind of at least get halfway there or whatnot but uh, our intention is to get, you know, the show in this weekend and not to get caught up on the weather. Everyone knows, you know, that stuff kind of is what it is. But uh, we're going to get this race in. We're going to have a good time. Um, we're going to knock it out of the park. 
For sure, man. And uh, as, as you said a little bit there, uh, we're going to have a little pit party. And uh, I'm going to come out there and DJ a little bit, you know, other side gig. But <laughs> So uh, we'll have a big time out there, and uh, everybody bring your dancing shoes. We'll be ready for it. So And, and also them racing shoes because there's going to be a lot of racing going on and for some uh, – for some nice prize money, man. How'd y'all, uh, how'd y'all manage to get up this kind of money? Well, um, you know, we've got a couple different really good sponsors that, that help on the ultimate side. And, um, I mean, really it's just the track sticking their neck out, uh, on the line, uh, Scott Childers, Terry Childers, uh, and myself, we're all, you know, kind of helping put on this event and run it. Um, I mean, I just, we need purses like this for for these kind of cars i mean whatever people say you know that's that's their own opinion but at the end of the day these are these are high dollar race cars um and i mean these guys deserve to be racing for good money and you know you see you even see you know even some ten thousand dollar races here and there but what we really tried to focus on with our purse structure is really paying back good uh you know second through tenth just really boosting that instead of taking you know, a, a, a big purse and throwing all the money to the top. We w- really want to make sure that we take care of, you know, everyone throughout the field. Um, and, you know, we, we put up good start money. It's 5000 to win. It's 400 to start. And there's a really good purse breakdown. So, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, some of the great help from, from all of our, uh, you know, partners as far as on the series side and then on the track side, the great fans and stuff. Man, Livonia always has an awesome – awesome fan turnout so we're really looking forward to interacting with them we've got some some uh, exciting stuff planned uh that we look forward to breaking out on saturday with the, the fan interaction and you know really involving them because you know that's we, we got to keep them keep them coming to the races that's what makes it possible for these drivers to be able to get out there and race for these big purses um so we really look forward to seeing all the great uh fans uh at livonia that's right, man. Well, I am looking forward to it myself. It'll be my first trip down to Livonia myself, so uh, I'm excited, man. Looking forward to, to having you down there as well. I know we talked a little bit at some different shows and stuff throughout the year, and um, like I said, I think that the the interaction and stuff with the drivers and fans uh, ought to be a good time. It definitely is, man. We've even had a couple drivers from around this way uh, say they're going to make the way over there to uh to go run for it man well good deal buddy well uh want to get you on here real quick to uh tell all about it but um man we sure do appreciate it and like i said buddy i sure look forward to it this weekend yes sir look forward to having you and we're gonna have a good time rain or shine (laughs) ladies and gentlemen also if you are not able to make it to the track but we hope you are but if you're not able to make it check out the ultimate street stock challenge there on facebook there'll be an event tab uh imagine on the livonia speedway page um and they will have a pay-per-view event or on the ultimate street stock challenge uh you can watch all the all the happenings there i'll also share it on our page where everybody can get to if y'all want to see it yep um it's gonna be a cool event it's gonna be a big it's gonna be a big show man there's gonna be be a pile of cars there a lot of um a lot of street stocks and thunder and, bombers, stock V8, whatever you want to call it. And, well, and, and I'm going to tell you, man, you know, we've seen this going, uh, falling dirt world here in the last few years, but street stocks come a long way. Oh, yeah. Uh, street stock cars ain't what it used to be. Um, and they put on some of the best racing that we've seen. 
They really honestly. do. Honestly, so uh, if you're around Livonia area, get over there and check it out, man. You were definitely going to want to see see this race. I, I mean, when you see some of the guys coming in, uh, racing for the kind of money they're racing, you know it's serious racing. There ain't gonna yeah. be uh, there ain't gonna be no slouches out there for sure. No, no absolutely not. And so it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a tough uh, tough field for sure. So, uh, like you said, uh, there'll be some guys from around our area gonna be heading down there, gonna give it a, their shot. Um, but there are no slouches either, so uh, it'll be good. It'll be good to see, and um, uh, you know, it's. <laughs> I would say the street stocks were the affordable class to go run. <laughs> well, uh, Thunder Bombers still are. They, they are. And I think that's great. what street stocks used to be. Street really, stock is a race car now. I mean, that's I mean, a that is thirty, forty thousand dollar race car now. So at least, yeah. So. so um, and you got late model guys dropping down to run these right. races. Right, just tells you how uh, <laughs> how how prestigious it is. Yeah, so uh, definitely no, it's it's, it's no uh, just regular Saturday night show. This is going to be a big deal. Uh, so uh, hats off to all them guys putting this thing on, and uh, hats off to David getting down there and and uh, being able to show our face and and uh, put on a, a heck of a show uh, Friday night. I know that's big fun, and um, I think it ought to get everybody pumped up and ready uh, for Saturday, for sure. For sure, and y'all, y'all see us around there all weekend, uh, starting on Friday. I'll be there Friday and Saturday for sure. Checking out our uh, buddy Joe Stubbs over there. Messaged me and said, like, hey, man, can you think you put a camera on my car? Yes, sir. Yeah. Rocky Gask, we'll be driving the 187 Homicide ride. All right, they, got, they, they spent a lot of time and a lot of money in that car. I'm going to tell you what, that is a pretty race car. It's a pretty car, so... Um, look for them to be up front for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's that's gonna be a fun one, and uh, it's just our home guy, so got to pull for him. That's right. Have a camera. We'll have the chicken bone alley in car camera on their car. That's so, sweet. So you know. Well, uh, <clears throat> real quick before we go any further, um, I wanted to give my point of view on. The first race out in Legends Car. Okay, okay, um, yeah, we we need to talk about that because me and Kayla talked about it, and they talked about it from a family perspective of seeing me race for the first time. Right. So unfortunately, I was, you know, <laughs> after being able to, to a trolling motor at the point, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and finally being able to crew on a car a little bit, which as you said, there's not a whole lot of crewing on that car. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. It, not right. for the fact that I don't want to work on it because I don't have a problem working on that car. I'm just. I'm glad there's not a lot to do I'm, because right. normally that means you tore up something. So. Exactly, but uh, you know, it was well, it's different, and like you said, it's so different because you know, like you said in go karts, man. If nothing else, I don't care if you weren't touching the go kart and setup wise, you were getting you were getting oh, yeah. back. I was used to hurrying up and getting back to the trailer, and if nothing else. Pulling tires off, washing tires, you changing know. oil because we changed oil fifteen times a day in a go kart for sure. <laughs> they don't do that anymore in go kart. No, they don't. It's it's a whole lot different. But <laughs> you know, nonetheless, we have something to do constantly. Oh yes, like you said, you know, we were constantly. Doing the other Saturday, we did. <laughs> I ate more sunflower seeds than I did anything else. I mean, I did. I mean, it was just God. It was a lot of waiting, but and that's okay. And it was, you know, there was a lot of classes and there was a lot going on. Well, there was a lot more people showed up than I think what they expected. Than they expected for sure, which was awesome. Which was I mean, a good deal. <laughs> really was. And and again, like you said, I'm I'm say it again. 
Nothing against Charlie Powell by no means. Um, they did the best they could what they had at the time. But uh, but now, man, great day. You go over to Farmer Speedway, it's like, dude, geez, it, is, it is a it is, race weekend. It is packed out. I mean, not not only cars, but stands. Are stands packed. are packed, dude. It's it's just really good to see for sure. I mean, that's dude. We used to be able to go and from literally from turn one all the way around to turn four on the back straightaway. You could back your truck up to the fence. Yeah. You can grill out right there, do whatever. You can't do that no more. No. There's trailers all the way around the infield, so that's awesome to see that. But anyway, um, so, you know, I got there early, a little bit after y'all did, um, and we didn't know anything, honestly. <laughs> no, we, we, we didn't. didn't know. So we were just going to be like, okay, well, let's just go out there and see what it feels yeah, like. Right, we got with. the car here. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> it's got fuel in it. That's, uh, let's go. Um, so uh, Tires got air? Yeah. Good. So, <laughs> You know, and and in in David's defense, I will say, I mean, not that he was nervous, scared or whatever, but nervous, anxious, I guess, like he said, to get on the track and just feel it. But you know, there's a lot of difference in going out there by yourself and shaking the car down, and going out there with sixteen, I think it was fifteen or sixteen other cars, yeah. um, and just worrying about them being around you. You can't really see. You're not used to your corners yet. Our radios not, don't work for nothing. Radios don't work. Um, there's a whole lot of variables there, you know, to, to, to take you into play. And um, <clears throat> so, anyway, along with all of that, he's trying to figure out what the car's doing and his let off points. You know, he's trying to learn where that's going to be. Um, and being out there by himself, honestly really i mean that's not telling you much because you know the best thing that helped me so much really learning uh, a track or learning to go kart or whatever back in the day was running with people oh, yeah. and learning their let off points learning their line just kind of getting that rhythm um so you know that helped him a lot but there was a lot of variables going on it wasn't just the handling of the car it was so much more um but anyway um as he said, looked like the car was on top of the track. I got up in the stands first round of practice, trying to use the radios, and they didn't. Yeah, work. <laughs> not work. I heard everybody else on there. Yeah, but I didn't hear you. <laughs> uh, I, you couldn't hear me rather. But um, anyway, um, the car just it just go in the corner. It just like it was just sitting on top of the racetrack. It was just not setting in at all. Uh, where you were entering. Everybody else was entering, and they could get down to the bottom. They could get the car to rotate the apex, no problem, shoot right off. You would go towards the apex and just go straight up the racetrack. No. And <clears throat> so, you know, like you said, we, we did some uh, tire pressure adjustments um, and some spring adjustments uh, for the second round and made it better. Yeah. So, and that's something we were learning because we really didn't know. I was learning on the fly there. I mean, you know, it's it's actually totally opposite of setting up a go kart, um, from what I remember. Yeah. So <clears throat> it was it was difficult to to try to guess honestly what we were at. I'm assuming on, sprung weight and unsprung weight, like you have in a go kart. Yeah. Well, there's so much difference in transfer. Exactly. So where a, a go kart doesn't really transfer the weight. Per se, right? Uh, a legends car or anything with cool over springs gonna transfer. Um, so that was a learning experience for us. 
to start with, on top of, as you said, you know, hadn't had time yet to do anything as far as a setup of the car, knowing where you're at, hadn't been able to put on scales yet, don't know where your percentages of weights are, nowhere. Um, the tires, who knows how old those are. Because <laughs> you know, definitely can't find none. No, cannot. Um, so there was a lot of variables there that, that were up against us, really. So we were just guessing. Um, but that worked. Second round of practice, it, worked. it helped. Um, it looked better. Um, we went more for qualifying, and it looked like it got way worse. Um, well, be, I say maybe be correct. not it, way it, worse. Kind of halfway worse. We, yeah, it just went. It went kind of like opposite. Like, yeah, it's like, like it's like happened? it went too much, and it went just back the other way. Right. So I was like, well, crap. So I, let's go back where we were at. And then we did a little left side stuff. Pull out the cheat sheet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and amazingly, that little bit of left side adjustment made a world of difference. Uh, I think we went too much, as you said. Uh, but we're learning that. So, um, but man, dude, you got out there in the race. And, and, and like you said, that, you know, that's, that's a lot of, you know, what, whether it be whatever, uh, adrenaline or, anxious or it's nerves regardless <laughs> uh so getting out there and doing that since you hadn't done it in that many years uh, i think you did a hell of a job for sure um car looked a lot better it does it felt a lot better and that's what really stunk about it uh, my my biggest thing that stunk about it, not that we didn't finish the race i mean that just is what it is is that was the most comfortable because i ain't gonna lie to you that is the first time i've worn um the neck head and neck device i got a next gen you know head and neck device that's the first time i've worn that in a car we didn't wear those in go-karts we wore just wrap around neck braces right um and so just getting and every time i didn't feel comfortable with it i felt like i just my head was locked in one place well i did some moving and pushing and i figured out i think where it needed to be finally and that was the most comfortable I felt in the car the entire day. Well, I tell you what, <laughs> being comfortable driving a race car is about like TIG weld. You got to be comfortable in order to do it well. Um, so that was a big plus too, uh, for sure. But but nonetheless, I mean, just seeing you drive down in the corners, how the car looked like it rotated center so much better. Um, I know that helps you tremendously oh, yeah. center off, and I could tell it. I could see it, and and the power that that car's got. I mean. A lot of the guys are running, what's the other car, or other motor? FZ09. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the guys we saw, most of them. I think there were like two more 1250s out there. Right. They were running that other motor. Um, but the horsepower was not the problem. No. At all. <laughs> horsepower you were not. pulling them on the straightaway, dude. I mean, that that was really cool to see uh, for sure. Um, so, anyway, nothing to hang your head about at all. Oh, no. Um, you know, you got to get those bugs worked out and, and, and learning the car, learning your surroundings. Um, that's one thing too that's big, man. You you can't see. You I mean yeah, like there's, you, that's you why I was telling Sterling and, and Landon that uh that that's new for me because, you know, go karts you can kinda of twist your head around and look and you know, did that for fifteen years, so Right. <laughs> I, I was what I'm used to. You I mean, you didn't try to look back very much, but you if you needed to, you could you could do it. Right. Oh no, from from uh, you know, if a car gets at my shoulder on back, nah, right. <laughs> I ain't seeing it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so that's something that, you know, definitely you got to learn as far as being able to hear them yeah. around you. 
uh, been able to kind of tell by 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 sound, not necessarily vision. So, unfortunately, um, I do have one little mirror stuck off the side on the inside there. Um, my dad even asked me, he's like, "You gonna get one of them uh, mirrors to go across the top?" I said, like, "I don't think it'd do me no good." <laughs> All I'd see was myself or the seat, because right. I look from if you look from the back of the car, all you see is seat. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, but yeah, those things are pretty cool, man. You know, uh, my daddy and Uncle Alan used to have one years ago, back when they kind of first come out, mm-hmm. kind of first got. They used to run them at Somerville yep. back then, and um, hadn't changed at all, man. It's so cool that they haven't. But uh, being around them now, holder, uh, it's pretty cool. Cool cars, cool class. Um, seemed like everybody runs pretty, pretty respectably from what I saw. Yeah. Um, for the most part. And, and good size field, dude. I mean, 16, 17 cars, whatever yeah. it was. And, you know, we, like I said before, we saw them at Dillon a lot and there's about the same amount, 17, 20 cars every time they come. Um, so hopefully they'll keep them coming there. Like you said too, there's a lot of races coming up this year at Florence and, um, Hopefully we get a good setup in that thing, and you can run it there in Dillon. Or oh yeah, run yeah, it we sure. definitely so, are. Um, I just I told Kale the other day. Um, <laughs> we were talking about some stuff, and I told him the other day. I said I, I'm gonna go run Dillon too. That way we can run some more races. I said, but I want to get all of my bugs worked out before we go to Dillon. Right. I like not having a you know we got a yeah. wall down the front straight away at Florence, yeah. but uh, there's no wall other than that. <laughs> so if I so if something screws yeah. up. I can just run off and I'm good, right. you know, yeah, as long as I don't reach the tree line. But. You want to make sure that you don't have no uh, throttle sticking issues. No, because Dylan, I'm going to tell you, that wall comes up quick. Yeah, it does, for sure. The so. track ain't near as wide, and it's yep. uh, a lot of banking, so it's uh, it's fast. Yep, definitely so. So, uh, But, you know, the for the most part, um, from what I saw and what I gathered, uh, a lot of plus, a lot of, a lot of gained a lot. Gained a lot of experience in that yeah. little bit of time. Uh, courage, i say. <laughs> uh, because, man, them things will stroll, dude. Dude, I'm going to tell you, and I told uh, Bozy Lane this and Shay Lane this the other day. where They were outside messing with the car when I rode by, and I was like, I'm pulling there. I was talking to them. I said, man, you know, I've practiced their car before and drove a couple different couple different things. Um, you know, late models, charger cars, stuff like that. And Dude, I'm going to tell you. and, and it is, and I guess it's because of how small the car is, and probably that you're sitting on an eight inch tire. When you hit the gas out the corner and go down the straightaway, it feels like it picks up way faster right. than any car I've ever driven for in my life. Yeah, I mean it's just like I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I guess there's no it. Even though we're talking about the weight transfer, there's still not a lot of weight transfer, and so it feels like it's just shooting out the corner. Yeah. Whereas like a big car. You feel a little bit of roll in the car, and it kind of comes up out, climbs up out the corner, and you roll back into gas. Well, this thing, you're rolling back into gas, but then you stab it pretty hard once you get out the corner, especially off two at Florence. There's a bump over there. Once you get past that bump, you stab it after that, and it's just like a drag race down the, yeah. down the straightaways, and uh, you're going to have to get in it soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to feel it, because it's, uh, man, it's, it's crazy. It really is. Yeah, I'm ready to get in there and just... Some some practice in it for sure, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really cool car, um, really cool class, um, uh, and 
honestly, I mean, you can find there's there's huge Legends cars everywhere right oh, now. Oh yes. Um, but you you can get into that class reasonably cheap for a race car. Yeah, it's and race yeah, ready race cars is is very reasonably cheap. So uh, and and the, honestly, if you don't have no major issues, there's not a whole lot of weekly, monthly, yearly costs in 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 running it and having no. a good time. So I did find one thing on the car while we were tearing it down. I'm glad we didn't have no issues with. I don't know how we didn't have an issue with it, but I am so glad we didn't have an issue with it. There's, you know, the oil cooler up front, oil lines coming back. The return line is on the back side. It's got two bolts in it. It's kind of eye-shaped, I guess you'll say, kind of football-shaped. It's got bolts on each end of it. The back bolt was completely gone. Oh. Front bolt was loose. <laughs> Oof. But I guess because it was turn return line and it's kind of sticking in still, right? It was just shooting back into. You can tell it dripped a couple times on there, but nothing bad. Whew. Boy, I'm glad that didn't come off. <laughs> yeah, that would not be good. <laughs> well, we got more issues. That's gonna cause a little bit more money <laughs> yeah, involved in that. Nah, yeah. Um, but like I said, I ordered some um, ordered some coals for it. They're supposed to be at the house. Uh, we did have the ignition issue. Just started skipping real bad, and I really think I think Cole's probably gonna fix it. I really feel like they are because it's just one of the things when it heats up, you know. Right. Uh, I've had exactly issues with that. Yeah. They have had issues with that on a go kart before. Start, you know, coal heat up and right. cut out. So. Yeah. Well. Anyway, nonetheless, um, it went well. I think I really do. Um, a lot of improvement. A lot of long way to go for sure, but learned a lot and. uh I think you'll be ready for the next one for sure. We'll be ready. We'll be ready whenever, uh, like I said, we got to get a body back on it. Get a couple things. I noticed a couple things I wanted to do to it. Um, I want to put some put some ball joints on it. Um, not that they were bad. They feel fine, but just know some rubber boot dry cracking and stuff. So. Yeah, you don't want no issues nowhere. Nah, for sure. Can, and uh, Just make sure everything's good. Just typical right. maintenance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, you never bad. know, you might want some purple springs on that thing. I'm going to get me some purple springs from SRI Performance. Them good old Dracos on there. But uh, first, we got a new segment this week. This is Hot Laps, presented by SRI Performance. Stock car steel and aluminum. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... New segment of the show we're bringing in with our fine friends from SRI Performance and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. We're calling the segment Hot Laps, where we will be uh, highlighting employees from SRI Performance and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, both, and uh, having them on here uh, probably a couple times a month, uh, at least one time a month. So uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, first... First uh, employee highlight, I guess we got now, is Alex Mass from SRI Performance. Alex, what's going on, man? Oh, not much, man. Just working away. Wide open, eh? Oh yeah, we're staying pretty busy this time of the year. So, uh, so while we get started here, uh, we know SRI Performance has many, many different areas that they cover in in the racing industry and, and other industries for that matter. But, uh, where, what exactly is your job at SRI performance? So when about two years ago now, we merged SRI supplies and SRI performance into one big company. 
Um, and I came over on the SRI supply side where we sell fasteners, abrasives, all your body shop supplies, your fab shop supplies. Uh, so I moved over with that. And since then, we've taken on a lot of a lot more welding customers. So I'm more or less helping on all the welding side and just inside sales, essentially, just helping anybody I can with anything I can. There you go, man. That's awesome. So uh, let's get a little bit of background on you, just as we do almost every racer that comes on here. We'll do it with you also. Uh, where are you from? Uh, where'd you grow up? All that good stuff. So I actually am from South Georgia. Uh, moved up here seven years ago. I went through a NASCAR Technical Institute, and then I started at SRI part-time and haven't looked back since I started. Being that you uh, went to obviously NASCAR Technical Institute, were you looking to get into the racing industry? I was. Uh, you know, it looks or looked very glamorous, and it is. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but the more I, you know, worked part time at SRI, dealt with all the racers coming in. Uh, it's a very good way for me to be in racing, but not directly in racing so i felt like this was the best option for me uh but still it's you know the what if question what if you did get directly into racing and you never know where you'd be well man i'm gonna tell you uh working with sri as we have before you are about as directly still into racing as you can be without being as you said directly into racing so uh because as we've known for for years ourselves uh sri has become synonymous with any type of motorsports when you talk about anything you see sri trailer tracker you see a truck going around to different shops so uh when you say uh, you sell, you started with selling uh, supply side with fasteners and anything else. Uh, were you uh, you were you said you were inside sales? I was. So I actually moved a whole lot around within the company. I uh, started off as a warehouse employee, helping pull orders just to get them out to the customers the next day, and then from there transitioned into inside sales. You know man in the front counter helping everybody get everything they need in a 911 pinch because believe it or not we're in racing so we have a lot of them uh and then from there transitioned into delivering all your welding gases when we started that business up okay i got you i got you so uh when you're delivering all these welding gases and now the you're not just delivering to race shops are you you're delivering all kind of fab shops aren't you yeah, so, you know, with SRI, we we love small teams just as we just as much as we love the big teams. So, when we're out delivering welding gases to everybody, we're stopping at fab shops. Uh your lower level teams, we're stopping through there. Uh just making sure everybody knows that we'll take care of them no matter how big their team is. Well, why you at it, man? Uh, I know I'm a little ways from you, but uh I just noticed yesterday I need a box of rivets for my uh, for my legend car, so uh, I'm gonna need to hook up, man. 
So the weird part is I can probably give you a part number for that box of ribbons. That's awesome. <laughs> that, see, that is a true parts man there. We're not going to these uh, other run-of-the-mill part shops where, you know, they're you ask for a headlight bulb and they're ask, asking you if it's two- or four-wheel drive. No, Alex <laughs> got it broke down for the part number for rivets. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy, man. You know, once you sell all these products for so many years, you – you learn exactly what people want, even when they give you kind of a half description of it. I bet so, man. That's um, and that's that's the cool thing about uh, about SRI as a whole, in my opinion, is you guys there deal with so much um of the uh, of racing stuff, but just in general of of products for for race cars and every other type. Uh, you know vehicle out there pretty much with all the performance needs and everything else uh when you say fasteners and everything so uh, yeah it's, re- it's really cool man because everybody up there seems very knowledgeable of everything that they have in stock well see that's the best part about our entire staff that we've built over the years you know i specialize mainly in the fasteners and abrasive and welding side uh then you go you know other inside salesmen they've been doing late model racing and selling those parts for years then you have your dirt racing guys your drag racing guys so the biggest thing is we don't specialize in one line we've grown so rapidly and so large over making sure that we tell customers no matter what kind of racing you're doing whether it's just building a hot rod or building a NASCAR, you know, we can help you get the product you need. That's right, man. And, um, so I got, I got a question. Since What's you get up? to see both sides there, who's, who's the more picky guys? Is it the asphalt guys or is it the, is it the dirt guys? Oh, I'm going to catch a lot of <laughs> crap for this. It's probably the dirt guys. Really? See, I would have thought the other way around. Well, like the dirt guys, you know, they're, they're more stuck in their ways. I can get an asphalt guy to try something before I can a dirt guy. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> it's, dirt, dirt's pretty old school. So it is, and, and they like to keep it that way. And that's <laughs> that's what makes it so good. Man, I bet so. Well, uh, on the welding side, man, you uh, it, well. Let's see. Sterling's got more uh, experience there with me than than welding. You know, I, I did get my certifications in welding, but I ain't ain't, uh, ain't shop certified like you are, Sterling. So uh, Sterling knows all about them welding gases and everything you delivering, man. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you uh, well, you know as well as I do. There's a whole lot more to uh, welding gases now um, than there used to be. Really, uh, there's so many different things you can do. There's so many different types of welding wire that requires different. Well, gas. Um, so, anyway, just let us know kind of what all you have to offer. So, on on your cylinders, uh, we stock the very small 20 cubic foot bottles all the way up to the 300 cubic foot bottles. And we do your straight argon for TIG welding, your 7525 for MIG welding, uh, nitrogen, oxygen, acetylene. But we also, we can get spec gases for special products projects you have coming up uh like your argon helium mixes for tig welding very thick aluminum we can get that and 
straight helium for if you want to mix it yourself. It's it's kind of really endless there what we can get just because we have a great supplier for all of that stuff. And we can all, like if you want a special gas made with certain percentages, they can make it for you. The only bad wow. thing is the cost to it. Right. No, absolutely. Well, hey, if you you, you got to pay for what you want, I reckon. But uh, but yeah, man, like you were saying, uh, with helium, you know, we we use that a lot at the shop. Well, in aluminum, and it's, it makes huge difference because uh, we weld a lot of thick aluminum for sure. So uh, that's really cool that you can definitely uh get the percentages mixture you want uh ordered. That's 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 sweet, man, for sure. So, um, uh, what else far as welding uh supplies? Um, I know gas is for sure, but what else can everybody else come get while they're there to get the gas? So, you know, we have access to the SRI used parts and John Strange is always finding used welders. I know right now I'm sitting here looking at two Miller TIG machines. They're Synchrowave 250s, a little older, but we have access to them. Okay. Uh, also, you know, a full line of MIG wire, TIG rods, stick electrodes, all your consumables you need to get your welder up and running, we have everything. So if you were to come in and buy a brand new welder from me, I'd be able to get you outfitted with all the apparel you need to weld, as well as all the consumables you need, the MIG wire you need, and the gas you need to do it. Good deal, man. That's that's awesome. And uh, like I said, man, you are... Uh... Well, I'm telling you now, you, you've been about the most knowledgeable person I've ever talked to that knows everything that they got in stock at a, <laughs> uh, at one particular location. So, uh, man, that's awesome. And, uh, it's awesome that you are a, a team member there at SRI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's long days, but I do love it. Uh, you get, you get to deal with awesome customers, you know, all of our employees here are phenomenal to work with. Just because, you know, we're not one-dimensional. We know a lot of different products that we stock. Because when I first came into performance, you know, I'm used to the supplies side. So I had to cross-train on all the performance products. Well, when we moved in, all the performance salesmen had to cross-train with the supply products. So over the last few years, we've kind of all had our chance to learn everything. Yeah, it definitely seems that way, man. Well, good deal, buddy. Well, man, we sure appreciate you coming on here, hanging out with us for a while here on our uh, first edition of Hot Laps here. And uh, but we sure appreciate it. And um, everybody else that comes on here's got a, got a lot to follow, man. <laughs> I I don't know about that. They should be able to handle it. Uh, thanks for y'all's time and having me on. All right, buddy. We sure appreciate it. And that is Hot Laps brought to you by SRI Performance and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Alex Mast from SRI Performance. He is, like he said, in the welding and supply side there. So uh, y'all head over there, check him out. He'll uh, hook you up on whatever you need. Absolutely, Like man. he said. But um, guys, as always, if you need to go online, order up all your good parts and stuff. Make sure you use that promo code C Bone T N S C is in Chicken B O N E one zero. Get yourself ten percent off at time of okay. checkout. Absolutely. And, I'm uh, I'm glad I didn't mess that up like Landon did. 
<laughs> Not this time. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> I love you, Landon. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But also, uh, same deal, everybody over at uh, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Y'all know how it is. Uh, it, it, all them welding supplies go hand in hand with all the materials you get from Stock Car Steel and Aluminum there. You, uh, just as Sterling was talking about, you uh, welding that heavy aluminum. Got it all, man. Use that helium. Helium argon mix. Got to have it. Hey, boy, if uh, Alex ever has to come down to Florence, move here for any reason, um, you got your, you got your welding man there. He is. I ain't kidding, man. He hooked me up. <laughs> yeah, he knows what's going on. That's right. <laughs> oh, cool deal. Well, uh, also, everybody want to uh, thank uh, Earl Ramey Racing Engines on here. As always, people, uh, we're going to see probably quite a few of those Earl Ramey Racing Engines at Livonia this week. I know I saw Patrick Lyons going down there. Um, probably going to be quite a few more. <laughs> so yeah, uh, They're probably going to be up front. Probably going to be up front. And uh, I expect it. So uh, everybody get over there to Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Get yourself some, uh, some of that EMFR power. I texted uh, text Earl the other night. Told him, uh, told him that I need some um, EMFR spark plug wires. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the one thing I can run. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hook you up. That's what I told him. I, said, I, cu- I cut them, whatever, you know, put boots back on them. Ain't a big deal. I've done that many times. So, it's pretty me. I need some spark plug wires. <laughs> He's, I'll see what I can do. Hook you up. That'll work. Uh, so, uh, Everybody head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Get yourself some Earl Ramey power under your hood. As always, get on the chassis dyno. Get yourself some time on there to uh, to see what all kind of power that car can make with all the different add-ons that you can do. That's right. And uh, one of the best add-ons you can do for it is put you some ProFab headers on there. That's right. Absolutely, man. Go get you some. You can go get a ProFab header. You won't even one, right? Just hit her. Yeah, you get, get a discount, boy. <laughs> Put your perfect header on that. Actually, do you know that um the FZ09, not 1250s, but the FZ09 um, legend car has INX to prove profab headers on it. Oh, we got to change that motor out, boy. <laughs> I'm, I need some better sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, but no, nonetheless, man, they, if anybody's looking to sponsor a legend car, let me know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> no, man, it, ProFab is the best of the best. Um, they're, they're in the Cup Series. They're everywhere. They're they're everywhere. Uh, they're on the best dirt lake models there are. They're they just they, they're everywhere. They're they, everywhere. They're the top of the line, man. Um, awesome fab work they do. Um, they got the best welders. Around honestly, um, Andrew Garris to tell you he taught everyone on there how to weld. Oh, yeah, I'm proud of him, man. He is a <laughs> welder. That's all I can well. I will, I will actually say for Andrew, um, he's not in the shop welding as much anymore. But if you ever got not now, but if you ever got in the past, uh, I'm gonna say a few years past, uh, Randy LaJoy of Joy of Seating Seat, um, there was quite a bit of those that were welded by. Our buddy Andy Garris over there. He worked with yeah. Randy for a long time, and he uh, started over there at ProFab, helping him weld some. So he's 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 pretty good at it. I, I absolutely. I, I had to take my hat off for him there. 
Yeah, he's got it going on, man. That's that's definitely uh like I say, I, I see I see a lot of teak welding every day. Yeah. And uh they do some awesome work. So uh it's definitely uh definitely nothing to That's some tight work too. You think about that like collectors and stuff. I've always yeah. thought that is amazing how they weld collectors. Yep, for sure. So uh definitely go check them out. We'll get you some. For sure. Get you some profab hitters. Uh they are quality that wins. That's it. For sure. Well, speaking of them profab hitters, there was a pile of them out there on the uh, on the NASCAR circuit this weekend. Yeah, that sure was. Um, <clears throat> I guess this is closing out the West, the West Coast West Swing, Coast I swing. guess we'll call it. Yeah. I don't know. They don't call Whatever. it that on NASCAR. but Yeah, that's what I call it. Well, it's, it came from drag racing, didn't it? Isn't that where they called so. that, actually? That? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the... Um, what I saw the Xfinity race, Noah kind of dominated, man. He had a pretty strong car. Um, but I will say, Sam Hunt racing, man, with Joe Hunter Nemechek. And that's pretty cool because our buddy Derek's going to be uh, in that car. Be in that car. Yeah. Um, here coming up soon. So, um, you know. I saw Derek put on uh, put on Facebook, Derek Race, go John Hunter. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's pulling for him. That's what I'm talking about. That's awesome, man. But you know, John Hunter's a heck of a driver. He is. He is. He he is. He's, he's really good. And so. I think he did the smartest thing he could do for his career. I'm going to go ahead and say that real quick yeah. while we're talking about it. Um, a lot of people questioned it last year because he had a cup ride. Could have right. probably stayed in cup oh, yeah. with a subpar team. Right. But he decided it was better for him to be able to get to victory lane regardless of the series right? than it was to jump in subpar equipment. And I think, I want to say, I don't know, but I think Matt Benedetto kind of followed his lead on that because yeah. because now look look what John Hunter's doing. He's winning truck races and then jumping in Xfinity cars that are capable capable of winning also. Right. Exactly. So uh <clears throat> definitely cool to see uh a lot of promising uh well, it was definitely I think it was good for Derek to see that. Oh yeah. Honestly. I mean like look, great day. Yeah. Well, John can do this, so let's go see. Let's go see what I can do. You know, I got you know, I got to kind of show myself a little bit. Yeah. So um, that's pretty cool to see for sure. But uh, like I say, Noah kind of dominated there. Um, our buddy with our buddy Tyler Mon, and um, yep. Actually, I'm friends with Luke Lambert too, so I'm gonna have to try to get him on. At yeah, some point. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, Sunday, um, didn't get to watch much of it. I watched it. It um, eh, eh, I don't know. It was kind of back and forth. Yeah. Um. As as a uh, Phoenix has gone for the past few years, and it's kind of even like this in the Xfinity race. I, I won't say it's the restarts. It starts. You're crazy. Are insane to watch. And those first two or three laps after that are insane. After that, kind of strings out. Yeah. So, um, but it was really cool to watch. I really thought, man, I'm going to tell you, I thought Ross Chastain, Ross Chastain. Dude, he's, he's, he's been strong. He's showing him something, man. And I thought he was going to make it work and stick it in there. And you just couldn't run the bottom. Yeah. You could you not could. run that bottom at all. Just the top. That's where they had the sticky stuff. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. I wish it, they wouldn't. It, when you put it up top, it almost eliminates passing. 
Oh, it does. I mean, it, that's my thoughts on it, though, because you put a... I, I'm not a fan of it, period, on a racetrack. Um, if they're going to put it, don't put that much. <laughs> no. Don't make it that sticky, because if you got to the top, you had to try to... They were calling it a slide job, and I guess you can call it that, but it was basically... It wasn't a slide job. It's just you dive it in there and hope you clear them. All right. <laughs> and so... I mean, it's the most controlled slide job I've ever seen. (laughs) So, uh, but it's just, they rode around the top. And once they got around the top, because nobody could pass on the bottom, so they just rode. Yeah, that's all you could do. If you didn't pass them through that dog leg and clear them, you know, down there running in pit lane pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. But uh, I don't know, car still showing improvement in the race. Yeah, a bit. yeah. I mean, so you know, we just keep on uh, seeing what happens. But I wonder, I'm I'm kind of wondering also, was it a? Did it look like? Because don't get me wrong, it looked like a pretty good race. But was it a good race because of all the uh, late restarts? Yeah. Or was it a good race because this car, this package was good? I think watching it, it was good because of late race restarts. Right. Um, yeah, I agree. It was just seeing who could dive it in there, but uh, Chase Briscoe had him covered for show. He did, man. That's awesome to see that. Uh, man, it's cool. You know, Austin Cindric and Chase Briscoe, they even got wins already. That is the one thing I will say about this car, really, yeah. so far, is it has brought out who is a driver. And I think that's why Ross Chastain is running yeah. as well as he is. He is. That boy can drive. And I've always said he could drive. He should have had, well, when the whole Ganassi deal fell through with him, it really stunned his career. Um, but he's finally made it. And, and it, like I said, it's showing now. It's, um, oh, for sure. He's, he's, he's well outperforming the ones that got chosen over him. We'll, we'll put it that way. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so it's good to see. I think the, uh, still the, the, the strong, Team right now, I think is Hendrick right now. I yeah, do. yeah, they had um, pretty much cars in the top ten all day long. Yeah, Larson would have had a top three or four. Honestly, I he think. was coming. He was, he was a car to beat. I mean, he he had a car that was capable of winning. Now, if he could have got up there and at the end, who knows? But uh, he was he was coming. Yeah, because they already started last. Right. Yeah, I think he uh, dropped a valve or yeah, uh, dropped a valve spring. Yeah. So anyway, um, good to he, see. He didn't get some of that EMFR dependable power. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Because, <laughs> you know, Hendrick ain't got nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. But anyway, it was cool to see. Uh, we'll see what happens, what happens this weekend. And um, On to Atlanta. That is, um, I am a new track. looking honestly. forward to seeing what's happening here. Um. A lot more banking. I heard. I have not seen confirmed yet, but I did hear that uh, that the uh, yellow line. They were going to put a yellow line rule at Atlanta. Oh wow! I don't. I don't know if I like that. I don't know. But I don't think it's going to matter. But the reason they're doing it is because they went from, you know, it used to be apron was very flat, right, and then corners had the banking right it was like i don't remember what it was 20 some degrees banking well now the apron's gonna have 18 degrees banking (laughs) (laughs) they'll be down there and then and then the corner got 28 degrees banking so i mean it's up there it's it's banked well on up there but um that's uh 
I, I, so I guess they're going to put it in place so they don't just dive down on apron and try to right. wash up in front of them, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. be interesting to see. Um, one thing I will say, I just saw, uh, I was paying attention to, if everybody saw, um, Corey LaJoy hit the wall, had tire come off this week. Mm. This has been worth talking about because, because, uh, uh, because there has been a lug nut or tire issue, I want, I think about every race so far. Yeah, there has been. I don't, um, I don't remember if there was one in California, but regardless, <laughs> I know there was one in Las Vegas. Um, there was one in Daytona or two at Daytona. Um, now they don't know because he come off the corner, hit the wall, uh, and at that point, tire all of a sudden shoots off. Wheel comes. I actually tire and wheel come off separately. <laughs> right. Um. So is it hitting the wall, breaking that lug nut? I don't know. Or is it? Or did he? I mean, regardless of what happened, even if it even if it hit the wall first, then broke the lug nut. When was the last time you seen a car, cup car, hit the wall, break five lug nuts, and the whole wheel come off? Yeah, you don't. You 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 didn't <laughs> see that for sure. So, man, I, I know that they're trying to go with this one lug nut thing, and they're they're sticking that because the reason being is they would have to re-engineer that entire front end pretty much. Yeah. If they change to something different. But man, it's just is <laughs> is it worth it? I don't know, man. I don't see it. But <clears throat> maybe they'll get it figured out. Who knows? Um there's still I'm sure they're still looking into a whole lot and uh is it is it the cruise? Is it the setup? I don't know. No, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean I agree. I mean there's a lot of pressure. That's that's my that's my thought behind one lug nut though. There's so much pressure. Right. Why are we gonna rely on one thing when you know when that one thing all, all it takes is one lug nut failing, the tire comes off. Right. Used to you could break three lug nuts and tires still be on. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of them didn't put but three on there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But so I don't know. I mean, it's just nah, it is what it is. But yeah, I know it sounds like beating a dead horse on it. But well, hey, but hey, it's still happening. We'll see what happens this weekend. There'll be a lot of side force. Atlanta. For sure. That's going to be a lot. So uh, uh, I think this weekend probably be telltale. I don't know. Yep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to also send out our appreciation to MPM, McAllister Precision Marketing. Ladies and uh, boys and girls, if you are uh, in the racing industry and you are looking to advance your career, be sure to get in touch with Tanya McAllister over at MPM, and she will... Uh, point you in the right direction um she is many years in the marketing side of racing and she knows all the ins and outs of how to get you some of the best sponsorships how you get some of the best connections it's not always about sponsorship a lot of people look at oh i need sponsors need sponsors you don't always need sponsors necessarily sometimes you just need those connections yeah, that's right. Once you get those connections, they can take you. market you it right, the sponsors come to you. That's right. Once you get those connections, there's a lot of things can happen there. So she knows all the people in the industry. Um, so if you're looking to, especially young guys, girls, uh, if y'all are looking to advance your career, you want to go a long way in the racing industry, you need to hook up with someone who knows the ins and outs of the marketing game of racing and Tanya McAllister at MPM is your person so you uh go over there help her or she can help you out um 
obviously, like I said, career advancement, web, uh, digital design, um, everything, sponsorships, just anything you could think of on the marketing side. She's got her hand on, and she has got it locked down to a science. Faux show. Faux show. So head over to marketwithmpm.com. Tell me sent you. So, uh, what else coming up this week? I don't know, man. You're going to be wide open rolling to Georgia. I'm going to be going to West Virginia. Uh, Mary Stephen has got a semifinals in the ISHA Western. Western? She's riding Western, yeah. So. Oh, oh, I didn't know. I was like, we're, we're Eastern. <laughs> we'll be in the Eastern. She's riding oh. Western. So, um, yeah, it's doing pretty cool, man. Well, I hope the weather gets better out there for you. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be inside. So, oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, so we'll be good to go. But yeah, she's going to be uh, competing up there and trying to make her way to uh, nationals. And uh, so we'll see. Hopefully, she'll, she'll do her thing. She'll be just, just fine. So, um, yeah, I'll be headed up there on uh, Friday. So, giddy up. That's right. <laughs> Horses everywhere, boy. So she needs to get like you know rodeo riding. Oh, she, she wants to. Yeah, she, she wants to do some barrel racing. Barrel stuff. racing stuff. Oh yeah, she's probably doing that for too long. You gotta but, have racing in it somehow, bro. Yeah, she. Hey, she, she's probably all for that. So <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's got we we uh be ready for another week, man. Another week wide open. As always, that's how we like it. Can't can't slow down. No, <laughs> I just hope to be back for church Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, I won't be. You but, won't. Uh, be. <laughs> no, I won't be. I will not make that for sure. Uh, but um, yeah, you gonna have your little hustle to get back. I'll be. Right. We'll be good to go. About three and a half hours, I think it is. And so we'll be. I got eight and a half. So yeah, you got a little longer than me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm I'm right down the road, pretty much. <laughs> right. Used to it. All right, guys. Well, as always, want to thank SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, RK Motorsports Consulting, Profab Headers, along with MPM Marketing. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank, as always, um, Ford Bite Apparel. Y'all go check out Ford Bite. Um, gonna have to have Cole Vandy on here soon to talk about his uh. 305 ride for for 2022 season but also ladies and gentlemen head over check check out some four bite apparel uh you need some new t-shirt designs all that fun jazz uh i got my got my drink right here in a four bite koozie right here in front of me get you one of them y'all, y'all need one um it's getting koozie weather, koozie weather <laughs> is that is that a thing you gotta keep your, it is your day. beverages cold or your hands warm, one or two. Well, there you go. Either way. <laughs> it works both ways. So it works both. It's a, it's a twofer. It's a year-round uh, year uh, purchase. Yes, that's right. So uh, head over to Forward Bite Apparel, get some cool gear to take to the racetrack. Also, ladies and gentlemen, checkered your social media for racing, your race hub. Um, head over there. Uh, on, available on all your devices. Head over or they even have a website now you can go to on your computer. So uh head over to Checkered, check out some cool racing content all the time. Uh social media from these guys, you know, for everybody don't wanna see all the politics and don't wanna see Aunt Betty's cat and everything else. You get to talk about race cars, races races all the time. 
So head over to Checkered. So I think that's about all. What you think? I believe so, man. We got a whole lot of sponsors. We sure appreciate everybody for sure uh, coming on and helping us out and um, sharing our stuff. And hey, we couldn't do it without you. For sure, we could not. Also, appreciate Alex coming on for Hot Laughs today and uh, Josh Helms. If you are uh, in the area, be sure to head to Lavonia. Check it out. Also, I want to say real quick uh, something, I guess, towards me and you. And also, he's tied to the racing industry. I uh, want to uh, send out our condolences to the Rayfield family. Uh found out our, mine and Sterling's pretty much only tattoo artist, isn't it? Oh, it's definitely mine only. Yeah. <laughs> so it was mine only, too. Uh, pork chop, Tony Rayfield, uh, died unexpectedly this weekend. And uh, so we want to send out condolences. And he was also a sponsor uh, Pork Chops Tattoo Studio was sponsored on our buddy Michael Butler's car, uh, also on the 187 homicide car of uh, of Joe Stubbs there. So I uh, want to send out our condolences to his family. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I miss him. For sure, for sure. Uh, man, did some awesome work. My mom said, my mom even said they was talking about, my mom said that uh, his uh, his artwork will definitely live on for a long time here on this earth. So. Yeah. Well, mine will be here for a long time. <laughs> I, I hope, hope so. I hope so. I hope Me too. It's going to be here. Me so. too. Yeah. Me too. So uh, anyway, guys, we appreciate y'all coming, hanging out with us. Uh, if you could be in the Livonia area, I'll see you this weekend. If you're in the West Virginia area, what, what part of West Virginia are you going to? Uh, Searville, maybe? Something like that. Like I think it's around West Virginia's college College, okay. I think. Well, if you're in that area, you want to see horses, go see Sterling there. Come on, come see me. <laughs> Hanging out. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a podcast from there. I might. Never know. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to talk about that racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know a whole lot about it yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> you're getting there. All right, guys. Well, we sure appreciate you hanging out with us, and uh, we will see y'all next week. Later. Later.